0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Live Your Edge podcast. Today I'm joined with Jesse Lee, aka Forever Jesse, who is a banker, turned travel, beauty, and lifestyle influencer. She's also the co-founder of Change Global Media. The Sorry. Coach...
1: Can we start? <laughs> yeah. It's um it's not aka forever Jesse anymore because I changed my all my handles to my real name, just Jesse Lee. So
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Also, I noticed lot- there was a little uh, bit of feedbacking on your side because uh, maybe I'm, s- I, I I raised my voice a little bit, so it's it's kind of echoing. Um... Okay. Yeah. Uh, I actually, if you just turn down your volume from my side a little uh, bit,
1: a little volume too high. Is this better?
0: Um, I still Is hear. It's just the volume f- coming from my side. It's, um, let me just turn down the gain on this mic. Um, I think it I'll should be do
1: fine that. now. If I turn it down anymore, I won't be able to hear you.
0: Okay, that's fine. I, I moved the mic a bit further and I turned down the gain so it should be fine. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna restart it. Thank you. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Live Your Edge podcast. This is Gilbert Joy, your host. Today we're joined by Jessie Lee, who is a banker turned travel beauty and lifestyle influencer. She is also the co-founder of Change Global Media, a coach for female entrepreneurs worldwide, and country chair at Inspiring Girls Australia. Welcome to the show, Jessie.
1: Hi, thank you for having me here. It's such an honor to be here.
0: Yeah, so Jesse, we met uh, back in Hong Kong, and this was, I believe, it was right before COVID. And then once COVID hit, um, you you know you moved back you moved back to Australia. So uh, tell us about your your story. Did you when you were in the corporate world did you start you know, working in Australia, or when when did you decide to come out to to Asia?
1: Okay, um, so I grew up in Australia in Melbourne. And seven, eight years ago, I moved to Hong Kong for uh, an investment banking role. So most of you guys probably know me as the Jesse Lee, the Instagram influencer um, from Australia living in Hong Kong. But a lot of those um, probably don't know, I actually had a very different career. Up to three years ago, my life was very different. I had a successful career in investment banking alongside my own uh, China-focused asset management firm. While on the outside, many of you guys might do my work in finance as a success, but I didn't feel fulfilled. I felt discontent. I was burnt out and I decided to search for a new profession. So becoming an entrepreneur with a popular social media platform where I keep others inspired and help them to become the better self has improved my happiness immeasurably. It has allowed me to build a career around my passion, empower others. As a result, I truly love my job. So since I left my banking job, I have founded my own uh, media and pr company called Change Globe Media in China. I'm about to start a new venture to uh, it's a premium um, supplement brand. Um, I'm gonna be a little bit secretive about it and I'll tell you a little more later. And I also coach a female entrepreneur worldwide and I'm about to start a new chapter for inspiring girls in Australia. So, mm-hmm. life has been pretty busy since I moved to Hong Kong.
0: Sounds like you had a you know a lot of different experiences during your your time you know transitioning from uh, working in the financial world to becoming an entrepreneur and uh, trying work. I mean, working with different uh, sectors, right? You you worked. Um, uh, in, as a career coach, you you work to um, you know as an influencer working with a lot of big brands uh, as a key opinion leader. Yeah, and
1: when I was uh, uh, when I was an investment banker, I actually spent my whole career working in natural resources and oil and gas. It was a very male dominant sector.
0: <laughs> so, so what did it what it, what did it feel like to um, to to be in that space, you like you said, it was male dominant. So there was um, were you usually the only female in the in the room? Was...
1: yes, actually m- most of the meetings I attend, I will be the only one or two female in the room. I was the only female in my team. And when I worked with Mercuria, um, I don't know if you heard of Mercuria They are the fourth largest oil trading um, commodity trading company in the world, headquartered in Geneva. Their their annual sales is about like over a billion US dollars a year. It's very big, but they're private. So they are quite, quite low key and quite under the radar. I was the only woman on the investment team. And when I attend site visits for our potential investments, I realized often in the case I was the only female on the whole site. There was once um, I was visiting a site for a potential investment for co methane, So it's a drilling site and I wanted to use bathroom. So I asked them to point me to the female bathroom and guess what they said they're like please use the bush there's no female on site therefore there's no female bathrooms
0: oh so so that that so i mean did you you know you just had to like you know hold it in or just how (laughs) do you respond
1: (laughs) so luckily for me, uh, it's out in the nature and the site is very big. So I walked at least 10 minutes in kind of like into a bush and I found my own private corner. <laughs> wow. That's all I can say.
0: Wow. So, I mean, when, when did you realize that, I mean, you worked in this industry for how many years?
1: Almost 10 years.
0: Almost 10 years. Uh, so when did you mm-hmm. realize, what was the that particular moment where you realized that um, you had to make a change or um, it was not what you wanted to do? I mean, what yeah. was the event that inspired it?
1: Yeah, so it was actually the realization that the corporate role in banking wasn't something I wanted to do forever. That helped me to take the plunge to jump into my other career so actually when I graduated I didn't even know social media influencer is actually a profession and it was the days I worked in banking I still remember every day in five thirty in the morning I used to rise to get ready for work, and by 6.30, I will be in the office, try to get the equity research report ready to publish, and by 7 o'clock in the morning, we need to have the meeting with the sales and all the reports need to be published on Bloomberg, Routers. Every morning when I wake up, especially during the winter time, it was really dark. I often ask myself this question, what is the purpose or what is the motive? me waking up this morning that keep me going and there was no answer for that so that was the moment I realized this is not a sustainable life and that's not something is going to drive me for the long term so that was the moment I decided to resign so after I resigned I took some time off to travel and just to take my mind off from this whole thing and try to seek my answers. During my travel days, I asked myself what kind of person I want to become, who I want to be, how I want to contribute to this world with those questions in mind. I quickly jogged down a list of things that interest me, that I'm passionate about. the top three things that came out from that list was travel, fashion, and inspire others. So becoming an influencer allowed me to tick all three boxes, and at the same time, it covers my living cost. So that was pretty much the turning point of my life.
0: And was there someone that, you know, inspired you as well to? to take the leap is there a particular uh, role model that you yes. deserve that you could you that it could be possible for you too? because you were you know you spent almost a decade in the corporate world so for you to come out and become an entrepreneur it's a, it's a scary thing because uh who knows what's going to happen um so was there someone that uh, supported you from from behind um give you some some uh encouragement or advice?
1: Yes, um, it was my uncle actually. So my uncle, Dr. Harley Sayadin, he is definitely one of the most influential people in my life. He won um, the 2017 Oslo Business for Peace Award together with Elon Musk. And he was the one who actually taught me nothing is impossible and I shall always chase my dreams. He helped me to believe in myself and encouraged me to jump when I needed to. So when I left my investment banking job and to become an influencer, he was one of the very rare supporters of my decision. He stood by me the whole time and always encouraged me to tap into my creativities and reach for the stars.
0: Wow. I mean- if if you were to um, if you were to have a chat with your, your uncle today, what what would he be, you know, what would he be proud of you for?
1: I think he will be very proud of me, that I took the leap of faith in myself and I built a successful career around my passion that I find the purpose and the long-term goals for my life. And as a result of that, I become a much happier person. Mm. So he will be very happy for me. He so well, he still, yes.
0: Is he also in, mm. in Australia or.
1: He's actually American and oh. he was born and raised in America. Um, and he and my auntie, they met in Nebraska school um, at the University of Georgetown when they did the PhD of their law degree. And uh, yeah, so he had, a actually both my auntie and my uncle had a very big influence on me. And my auntie herself is a very strong female entrepreneur she inspired me to start my own venture, my own company. And they've always stood by me to inspire and to encourage me to always reach for higher.
0: Seems like you have a very ambitious uh, family, family line. <laughs> um, what would you say is the, your biggest achievement in, in your career?
1: To me, my biggest achievement is actually not the success itself, but it's the journey leading me towards it. So from my investment banking career to becoming an international, the journey has been amazing and I love how I share my life experience and the learning with like-minded female. I wanted to do something that would empower others and my social media platform has given me a voice a chance to help others to change their own life and to chase their dreams. I have spoken at many female entrepreneurs worldwide conferences and events. And the most rewarding part is to see the other women take away my advice and my, the inspiration and they use that to grow and achieve more. I have also coached many uh, young rising brands and it is such a thrill to see and succeed in the, in the local and international markets. So that's that has been the most rewarding part of my career. And um, yeah.
0: So it seems like you, I mean, what you do with the career coaching, the mentorship, um, and, and what the work you do at Inspiring Girls uh, is really empowering mm-hmm. them and bringing out within them their superpowers uh to, for their life to um to reach for their their own dreams and goals uh, so what what is a what's your superpower and how do you use it in your life and in, in your work
1: i like how you phrase it as superpower actually i i do feel like every pro- Body has its their own superpower. And that's how they channel themselves and motivate them or um, to work. I, th- I think for me, my superpower, if I have to think about um, a superhero or something, I think my superpower is shape shifting. When I say shape shifting, it's actually a mindset. Mindset is a very um, important thing in our everyday life. For for example, um, when we when when we are when we are young, we look we look at the stars and then we were like, "Wow, the stars is so beautiful. It's so high up. We can dream about it, but we can never reach for the star." That's not right. It's the mindset. If you really believe you can reach for the star or you can fly to the moon. You can use your superpower, and we are not actually physically, you know, flying to the moon. But in our everyday life, if you think about it, say a very good example, I would say, when I was at high school, I was pretty good at maths, and so during the final year of high school, I was doing the first year of uni university math already with the University of Melbourne and because we attended the university course the, the school actually hand out application forms for us to apply for the scholarship uh, with the University of Melbourne and when I got the form I actually threw it away I was like geez scholarship that's something so far away I'm just an average student who is slightly better than others when it comes to math you know scholarship is something like a star in the sky it has nothing to do with me but my friend next sitting next to me she's like hey this application is only two pages you have nothing to lose just fill the goddamn form and submit it and you you will see what happens like the worst case is you didn't get it and there's nothing you have nothing to lose in life so after she talked me out of it, I mean, talked me into it, I, I I decided to fill this two-pager form and I submitted it. And guess what? I ended up receiving the full scholarship with the University of Melbourne for my double degree, which is for the Bachelor of Commerce and Bachelor of Engineering. So mindset is, Really important when we really believe in something we can manifest and we can channel that thing enjoy towards us and we will make it happen so i think that's my superpower and i use it every day in my life and in my work because i believe myself i can achieve anything if i want to if i don't believe myself who else is gonna believe me how am i going to pitch to my investors right so mm. yeah that's my superpower
0: so your superpower is really that self-belief and um you know just putting yourself out there taking the risk um having not, not nothing to lose attitude right like you said you, you just fill in the the two-page application just um take you know, take, you, you miss the shots you don't take. So you just do it. And every day um, you take those shots, you show up. And um, by showing up consistently over time, you, you've you been able to achieve uh, success for your career and in your life. So um, I hope those that are listening know that their superpower um, is not necessarily something that's supernatural, but something that is, a, is obtainable and achievable by everyone Uh that that is willing to to put in the effort uh, so of course all of this work means that uh there is a certain um do you actually let's put it this way do, do you maintain a certain balance in your in your work and life because i it sounds like you are very career driven um when it comes to living a healthy lifestyle do you Well, how how do you find ways to to balance that
1: uh and back to a busy life Um, as you've introduced me I wear many different hats every day I'm an influencer I'm an entrepreneur I do charity work and I used to be an investment banker and I used to travel so much um, before COVID-19 so on average I take more than 60 flights a year so that's coming down to an average more than one flight per week (laughs) so maintaining a healthy living lifestyle is very important for me to me because during my busy life i need to stay physically spiritually mentally and emotionally fit So to be physically fit, I always ensure that I meet my weekly activity goals. Whether I'm traveling or working on projects, I exercise at least four to five times a week. And that will often include both cardio and resistant exercise in my weekly schedule. Self-discipline is the key for me to stay physically fit. And my spiritual health helps me Uh, feeling calm and aligned. I spend every morning meditating uh, to kickstart my day. I also meditate before I go to bed, reflecting on my actions and my values before I go to sleep. I find meditating does not just keep me uh, feeling calm, and also it creates head space, especially in the morning, um, it gave me kickstarter for my day and I feel empowered. To stay mentally fit, I like to read a lot. I go through one to two books a month and sometimes if I'm on a holiday, uh, I get to go through four to five books a month. When I don't have time to read, I often listen to audiobooks when I drive, when I jog or when I commute. I also find organizing and planning things are uh, also great ways to keep my mind active. And for stay, oh, and finally, um, it is important to take care of your social and emotional health. Having empathy, seeking to understand others, and build positive. Relationships. Uh, both in my private life and my work life has been giving me the highest form of satisfaction, especially during COVID-19. A lot of us, we work from home and we often uh, attend less social events or visit family less due to COVID-19 restrictions. So now is the best way to reach out to your loved ones virtually or physically and to let them know um what you're grateful to and how much they meant in your life so those are the four that keeps me to stay mentally physically spiritually and emotionally fit
0: thanks a lot I mean there's uh, a lot of useful tips there such as meditation something i also uh, spend a lot of time doing and I, I feel that uh, it's also helped me you know in my life with um you know clearing out you know, my headspace. And actually,
1: I have a question. Yeah. To ask you. Since you meditate as well, I, I often like to share that to hear other people about their meditation journey. And one thing I'm really interested to know is because in meditation, they talk so much about enlightenment. Have you ever experienced enlightenment or you've felt enlightenment? In your, during your meditation.
0: So what would what you mean by enlightenment?
1: So I don't know if you um, read the book, The Power of Now. Actually, a lot of the meditation books, they said the ultimate achievement for meditation is to actually feel enlightenment. It's a very transcendent experience. It's like you feel like you've been Touched by the God, or if you've been reborn, everyone's description is different. And it's just a pure form of happiness and self satisfaction, and also being uh, a part of the nature. Uh, it's hard to every yeah. everyone's description is different. Yeah. So, so so I was interested to hear your description.
0: Um I would say the uh the feeling is the that the past and the future sort of dissolve and you're only left with um the present moment and you you're truly present in the moment and i mean there is a, i don't look for a specific outcome c- from meditation cuz there is no it's just like if you want to dance or sing or there is no like end point for it it's just a it's just the the whole journey of it um and the joy of yeah. it is is the journey of it uh, rather than achieving an empty mind or or something so actually the the practice of actually doing uh, actually being in, in, in the in a state of um, meditation is is just for me it's uh i guess it's uh, getting closer there exactly. it, yeah being observer to myself um being yeah being the observer to my thoughts being the observer to myself and uh through that i mean I'm, i understand myself better and through that, I I, I can somewhat find a, a resemblance of peace. So yeah, that's that yeah. that would be my description.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, if that's I, I think yeah. for, I think a good analogy for meditation for me is like observing the cars driving on the road. So we have so many different thoughts going through our head. And we shouldn't be bored by any of those passive thoughts. So during meditation, I often observe myself and acknowledge that I have those positive thoughts, negative thoughts, and I let them to drive on the road by itself instead of like um, redirecting and sucking into my daily life. I think that's a good analogy for me.
0: Yeah. Meditation is, uh, it change like for me, it changes over time. Like the, and uh, when I first started, I was really, uh, focused on achieving, mm-hmm. like thinking nothing, like thinking nothing. But over time I realized that that's not a, you know, this is, it's not really the, yeah, it's not really the point of meditation. Um, so, in the last five, four or five years that I've, I've, you know, been on this journey, I feel like it's, uh, it's, it's kind of grown with me as a, as a person. So, um, -hmm. yeah, meditation is, is very interesting. And I feel like if I don't meditate that day, I I am, uh, I'm less focused or less sharp. And for someone like me, I get, uh, I get distracted, distracted very easily. So uh, I, I need to, um, it's funny that I I actually need a little bit of distraction, but not mm-hmm. too much distraction. So yep. when I listen to music, like if I listen mm-hmm. to um, music that's too soft, it puts me to sleep. I need I need something that uh-huh. is uh, I need something that's a little bit um, you know energy in there. You need so that with so, higher, base. yeah, exactly. So so I I sort of stay in this. Um, I have a little bit of simulation because, uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I noticed like, you know, when I was in, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm dyslexic. So things like, uh, when I was in school, I, I would get mm-hmm. really bored in class because the the mm-hmm. teacher was just, you know, reading off the textbook or, or doing something that's, uh, very mundane and I always questioned the teacher. So for me, it was, um, it was, I didn't realize that uh, I I need a little bit of simulation um, while I'm working. And if I have the simulation, I actually am a lot more focused. So I need a little bit of noise and uh, not necessarily yeah. the like noise as in like music noise, but that, of course that helps. But noise as in like uh, something is going on in my brain.
1: Background music. Or yeah, background yeah. Just noise.
0: Well, yeah, and that may, may not be audio, right? It may not be audio, auditory uh, sound. It just may be some background noise in my brain that's that's mm-hmm. kind of like happening so that I, I can focus.
1: Uh, distractions.
0: Um, yeah, so the it's funny thing is, yeah, when there's actually absolutely nothing happening in my brain, that's mm-hmm. that's when uh, that's when I get distracted. Uh, so, so I need a little mm-hmm. bit of distraction that, that I feel is healthy. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's been my, yeah, uh, yeah. and and so meditation at first, it was really hard for me because uh, the idea of just sitting there, it was, uh, but now it's, it's, it's gotten a lot easier. I mean, I've, I've done meditations where it's like an hour long. Um,
1: oh, and, wow.
0: And I've, I've considered doing the Vespana or however you pronounce it, uh, where you, you go for a six days, you know, 10 day meditation retreat and meditate the entire day. Uh, I've considered doing that you know that because I feel like at some point you do um, you do you do improve but not probably not in the way that you would expect it to improve and and the experience you have so,
1: That's amazing. Speaking of physical health and mental health, that's one of the main focus I have for my new venture, which is the premium supplement brand I am about to launch. So I don't know if you heard, um, have you heard of NAV plus yet?
0: NAV plus?
1: Yeah. Uh, So NAD Plus is actually a campaign in our body. We actually born with it, but only up to a reason, yes, people discover that. And NAD Plus, they are like little switches in your body for all of our body functions. And as we age, we lose NAD plus and we have less and less little switches in our body and our body become imbalanced. For example, when we get older, we have high cholesterol levels or our skin is becoming very dull and we feel fatigue. This is all because we are lacking of NAD plus in our body. So there's a biohacking kind of discussion uh, recently, um, it's a supplement called NMN. So, what does it do? It's a derivatives of NAD plus. When you combine it with amino acid in our body, and it will re- reproduce NAD plus in our body. So, it's kind of like putting switches back in our body, and our body will function better. So, NAD plus actually regulates a lot of our physical body functions and also emotional ones why is that so because when we are on the high stress levels or when our body produces a lot of uh, adrenaline cortisols all these things and when we use too much of that in our body and When our body doesn't reproduce enough during our sleep uh, at night. When you wake up, we will be lacking of it. A lot of people will feel unmotivated, they'll feel tired, and to some extreme level, they will feel fatigue. And that's where depression also comes in. So taking NAD, I mean, and supplement will help with our mental fitness and also, physical fitness so that's why that's something i've been working on for you know almost past and i'm super excited with this new launch and i really want to introduce to other people so they can feel they are achieving a better self of them
0: awesome so i i know that you're, you're making the launch the launch is happening soon so where can people find out more information about this? And if they want to learn more about you, they want to uh, connect with you, uh, what's, which channel is the um, is the most straightforward way? Is it Instagram? Because I know you have a lot of followers there. I mean, I'm sure you get a lot of messages on the daily as well. So what, what's the best way for people to reach out to you uh, if they want to work with you and where can they find out more about your supplement?
1: um instagram for sure i am quite active on instagram uh, my instagram handle is J- jessie lee j-e-s-s-i-e-l-i so feel free to reach out to me by the end if you have any questions or if you like to follow my live stories on my story and i will be announcing the launch of my brand very soon in the first place I'm going to announce. Guess where? It's going to be Instagram.
0: Awesome. So, um there you have it, uh, Jessie Lee is with us today and she shared with us a lot of good tips, her journey of going from working in corporate to becoming an entrepreneur, how you can find your superpower. And also I learned a thing or two about NAV Plus because uh, that's something that I heard about first time today. And for those that want to learn more, stay tuned, check out her Instagram, and we'll see you all on the next episode. Thank you for joining us, Jesse.
1: Thanks for having me here. And I all wish you a great start for 2021.